Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. couple that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode. So today we're going to be talking about really one really good topic, which is counseling versus coaching. Yes, yes, yes. And I love this topic because, you know, we're talking about this for so many different reasons, but one aspect is because we we talk obviously about coaching a lot. We also talk about why we don't like counseling a lot. And, but people ask like, okay, well, what, what is coaching? Like you keep saying coaching, but like, I don't know what that means. So like, what does that mean? And how is it different? Like, what do you do? So we're going to be talking about a lot of these things today. Yeah. Also mainly because people don't understand the full gravity as to why, and they don't understand the full gravity as to what issues are at hand here in the situation when it comes to counseling and everything. And so, and really honestly coaching and the opposites too. So the truth is we, we really do hate seeing so many people, so many people. And I mean, thousands of people, uh, many marriages really destroyed by counseling because hope is destroyed because mm-hmm. what do they do? Well, they go to counseling and then it doesn't work. And they're like, well, we've tried everything. And yeah. so like, we, we hate to see that because here's the thing, like, especially seeing that like we're one of our main parts of our vision for what we do isn't just to save marriages, but it's to give people hope that it, things can be different all the way around. And when they go to stuff like this, they get really into a place of hopelessness. Like this is just how the way things are going to be. This is just how things are going to stay. And just like, oh, it's too late. And, you know, my life is just destined for this type of type of thing. And it's just like, oh, like there is just like no hope or no joy there. Yeah. And here's the thing. If we can save our marriage, there is hope for you, too. <laughs> so if we can save it. I mean, there's hope for you guys. Like we've been through just about everything, you know, minus death. And so if we can go through all of those things and come out where, you know, and, and going from hate to like, I actually enjoy and want Tommy around. And that is not where I was in our darkest hour, right? Like we enjoy and, and like have our friendship back. Like we're not just coexisting, but we actually enjoy and have like that, like real relationship. Yeah. So we're not here also, just to let you know, we're not here to coddle you anyone. We're not here to coddle you. We're not here to coddle anyone. We're very direct with love, of course. Like we're here with our, we're blunt with our arm around you. Like we, you've heard me say plenty of times, but we do say things people don't necessarily want to hear. And that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Not a big deal. So if you have a growth mindset and you know, then you want to grow, then you'll stay here and listen to the rest of this podcast. If not, well, then you have a fixed mindset and you can leave now. Not a big deal. So let's dive into this. And we're going to talk about really three main points here that will really completely illustrate and bring things to light for you in this situation. Yeah. So one, we're going to talk about counseling and then we're going to talk about the people like that defend counseling and why, like what's going on there. And then we're going to also explain what is coaching and the difference. Yes. So, you know, one of the things like with counseling is that 
First, let's describe what happens Mm -hmm. in counseling, at least from a high level perspective. Then we're going to dive really deep into this. But you basically, to summarize the whole thing, you go in, talk about your feelings, get in your feelings, and then leave with no action steps, no real action steps. People say action steps, but there's no real ones that really produce permanent change. Or timeline, all to repeat next time, like one time I heard someone say, like Groundhog Day. It's the same thing over and over again with no change whatsoever. You know, an- another issue with counseling is that it's ran by the client. Like, the client gets to dictate, hey, like, what gets talked about and, like, what direction's taken. You know, like, I like to give an example of, like, one day, like, I was I was so irately mad. Like, I was so mad. Like, I don't run. I'm not a runner. I'm, I don't run. Not at all. But I ran, like, over a mile that day because I was just so angry and I needed to let it out somehow. And if I would have went to counseling that day, they would have been like, oh, like, what's going on? Why are you so angry? And I'd been like... You know, it actually was not Tommy. It was my dog. My dog ate the frame of the bathroom door and I was like beyond crazy. And they would be like, oh yeah, let's, let's talk about that today. And I'm like, no, like talking about like my dog eating my, the dog, like the, the frame is not going to fix all of the reasons, like what is going on? Like, that's not where we need to be talking about today. That's not getting action steps. Like that's just literally a bandaid on a temporary fix. Like no, like we need to actually talk about some foundational things here. Yeah, basically what we're saying is in counseling, one of the biggest issues, you know, I'm not saying all counselors are bad people because they aren't. Like, you know, God doesn't create crap. But the the, pro- the problem with it is, the biggest problem is the counseling itself because it's ran by the client. The client dictates what gets talked about, what direction is taken. And you can just talk about whatever, whenever you want, whatever's on your mind for this day, right? And it's feelings based. Do what makes you happy. What makes you feel good? What makes you happy? Right. And there is no timeline to fixing anything. It could be, you know, eight months, eight years, 20 years, most likely never with counseling. You know, we can't tell you how many people that we talk to that have been in counseling their entire life or they've been in counseling for years. And I'm like, obviously, like, that's not working for you if you have the same issue that's going on. Right. There's no real action steps or foundations built. Whatsoever. Mm-mm. Whatsoever. Like, and here's the thing. You may by some odd chance, by same, some odd chance, get to an okay point with where you're at in your marriage with counseling or kind of a out of a crisis state more, more accurately and into more of a survival state to be more accurate here, to, to be more definite. Like, and really left never to really experience who God made you to be really made the marriage to be they made the gift of marriage to be and really it's it's one of those things like god does not give oh just okay gifts no like the creator of the universe doesn't just give in everything doesn't just give okay gifts like he gives phenomenal gifts and they're made to be phenomenal phenomenal and so you might have experienced in the past what we call the mcdonald dollar menu mcdonald's dollar menu of marriage and you can survive on it for a while, right? But at some point, it will catch up to you and your health because it's toxic. It's very bad. Everybody knows McDonald's is bad for you. They eat it. They don't eat it because it's good for you because, you know, it's good. And so, well, I guess it's good for some people's perspectives. Here. It's but convenient it's, mostly. Yeah, it's convenient mostly. But however, if you're used to okay, if you're used to just okay and think that, you know, it's good, that version is good, then you'll never really experience what good really is. Yeah, you know, you, however, will never also experience what God designed it to be, what we call the Wagyu filet mignon of marriage that you can thrive in. Because if you're used to McDonald's little dollar menu burgers, then you don't really, and you ever had a Wagyu filet mignon, well, you're missing out here. Yeah, yes. Um, so, you know, and here's the truth. Not only have we, we have personally been to a ton of counselors. We went to like therapists, counseling, like we did those things too. That's what we you know society says to do. So we understand. And 90% of our clients have also been to multiple counselors. And yes, Christian ones too. Cause a lot of times we hear like, oh, you should have went to a Christian one. We're like, we did right. Like, and so do our clients. And even the Most of them do go to Christian counselors. Mm-hmm. So Christian secular, you know, both you know, so this isn't just like, oh, well, it's a secular one. You should have tried a different one. No, like this is just what we hear on a daily basis. We hear these things daily. So like, you know, we want to like share with you just some of the things that counselors tell people 
and how it can be so like just derailing. And some of it is like blows my mind, you know, and so one of the things is that, um, you know, a counselor told one of the clients like before they came to us was you should just try an open marriage. You know, if she wants to, to be out and, you know, sleeping around, then maybe you should try an open marriage. What an idiot. Like, no, like, uh, no, no, because open marriage does not like, no. So if you're, if, so, if spouse is trying to force you into an open marriage, like we're not going to dive into that today. That's a whole nother topic, but it does not actually fix anything. It causes more, more issues. Way more. And if you've done it, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. And like we've, we've, we've heard things like we've never got any action steps. These are all, these aren't like things we made up. No. Like these are things that we've gotten from people. Right. And we just, we just talked about our feelings and the whole time we would just always leave worse and fight more for the next one to two weeks after <laughs> because we, we went, went to counseling because we went. So it was like, well, I don't even want to go. Like it, that by associates with the super bad experience. Like it was very one sided is another one. The counselor and the spouse gained up on me. It was a bashing session. Yeah. Counselor and spouse told me I am the only problem. I left feeling worse after the session and still no action steps. I was like, I just paid for this. <laughs> yeah. Tried four different counselors and none of them helped. I left more frustrated than when I went in. Yeah. And, you know, they told me I should just let them miss me. Oh, I should just geez. cut all contact and just let them miss me. Anybody that that knows really what they're doing, like we don't advise separation ever. Unless there's like some form of physical abuse, then yes, you need to re temporarily move yourself from the situation, not in the marriage, but just get out of the situation because it's not safe. But like when it comes to like the like separation in most cases, no, like it just creates more division, more mistrust. It creates more time apart, which limits the, the ability to actually like have influence on your spouse. Like it's just such a stupid, ignorant concept. I don't know why anybody would suggest that. And they told me, you know, we've heard, you know, they told me I should just get a divorce. There's no hope. You know, there's been, that's been really? said numerous times. We were even told that too. Like, why a lot? <laughs> why are you together? Like, why do you want to be together? And it was said with such sarcasm. I'm like, wow, thanks for making me feel good. Um, what's you know. funny is like, what's funny is a lot of these people given this advice either are not married or have, you know, well, I wouldn't say a lot of them, but they're not, they're, uh, some of them are not married. Some of them are, have been divorced. Like one of the people we went to was divorced and remarried. Like, really? I don't want advice from someone that's gotten it right the second time. Air quotes. I mean, gotten it right. Wink, wink. But like, really, like when it comes down to it, like I want someone that nailed it the first time. Like then fixed their first marriage, didn't give up. Right? That's that, No. No. <laughs> We've heard, I don't need to see you, just your spouse. It's like, oh, okay. Um, you know. You have just, no issues. That's a way to tell someone and just create division in the home. Also, you just need to go sit in your emotions. Oh my gosh, I heard this one time. And this was, the therapist can be just as bad, don't get me wrong, therapist and counselors. Therapist is more of like specialty stuff, like neurolinguistic programming, stuff like that. I don't, I don't have no issue with that. But this is where that came from. I remember this one. And it's like, what? sit in your emotions? Sit in your emotions and do what? Just feel them? Get right? angrier, like, like, get more depressed. Like, what do you want me to do with this? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with feeling emotions. That's great. But what? What do you do with them? Like, what do you really, where do you go after that? Like, why, why do you actually fix it versus just feeling I'm more mad at you now than what I was before? Another one, it's it's okay if your wife is cheating and disrespecting you. <laughs> right? Okay. I've told so many people, their counselor that they're going to is an idiot on the phone. Um, focus on your own happiness, Right. Focus on your happiness and people. Yes, we want you to be happy, but people interpret this in a very, very toxic way. A lot of times when this comes out in counseling, a focus on your happiness, that's when the spouse will actually leave and be like, okay, they said focus on my happiness and that's what I'm doing. So uh, I'm going to go and try and figure this out. I need to go find me. Oh God, I can teach you how to do that in like 15 minutes. So um, it takes two to save a marriage. This is another lie that people counselors will say like it doesn't take two to save a marriage it takes two to have a marriage to have a healthy marriage it takes two healthy individuals to have a healthy marriage it does not take two to save it yes and it for doesn't. sure we've had plenty of people save it that and in a lot of people that have come to us to save it 
with just the power of one method that we use. Like it does not take two. In fact, we did that. I've had a lot of clients do that. We still take on about 50, 50% of our clients are individuals that want to save it when their spouse doesn't want to. So it does not take two. No. Uh, another one is just leave. Why would you want to stay with someone that disre- disrespects you so badly? Yeah. Wow. This okay. is, I know who this comes from. And this was someone that like we coached and she approached me on Instagram and everyone that she went to told her to end it like this. I was the first person that she came to because I managed the Instagram account at that point. But it was one of those things like, no, yeah, you can save this. And they did. And they're very happy. And they're mm-hmm. thriving now. Yes. <laughs> like, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to say, like, you know, that's stupid. Like people are ignorant when it comes to like, you, you're number one, it should never be anyone's place to tell you to end your marriage except for your own self. No one else has the right to do that. And realistically, in that, you know, yes, you have the right to leave if there's infidelity. Of course, God gives you a way out, all that. But it can always be saved. Yeah, another one is like you just deserve to be happy. So go do what makes you happy. Just follow your heart. And literally, biblically speaking, it actually says don't follow your heart. Your heart's deceptive. So like that's really stupid, stupid too. Yeah, just live in your emotions basically is what they're telling you. Yeah, so... This one is actually uh, from someone like basically like this is like, you mean you're paying for this type of stuff? Mm -hmm. Like this is what our thoughts were. But like when you go to a therapist, you process and acknowledge your anger, your grief and your triggers. I have no clue what that even means. How to do it. LOL, my brain is like turns to jello. It's like, so so you talked about like what? The therapist just says, like, you need to process and acknowledge and, you know, deal with the triggers. Oh, yep. Okay, great. Like, you know, obviously, if I knew how to do that, I would not be here. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things of like, you know, that sounds all great and dandy, but how? How? This is probably where they would tell you this next statement. You just talked about it now. It's all better. Don't drag it out. Just forgive and forget and move forward. And the baby behavior is going to continue. Right. Um, another, <laughs> another one Idiots. is time apart, you know, like, or that space, it can help determine if the marriage is salvageable and your hearts will guide you in that. So some triple whammies here about like a big no, no, is like, no, like your heart's not going to guide you. Time and space apart isn't going to determine if it's salvageable. Time doesn't fix things. Just makes things worse. Yes. It compounds. There actually has to be like true foundational change. Like the action stops. Yeah. Another one was my, my husband's counselor looked up an article saying that divorcing me right now won't affect my kids at the ages they are at seven, nine, and 10. That now is the best time to divorce because he asked her if he should wait till they are older. And she told him now that now is better than when they get older. No, there's never a good time ever a good time to divorce. And <laughs> like, uh, the, the kids we actually talked about this recently, but kids are not resilient. No, they're not. Not at, at all. any age. We have people that have trauma all the way back from when they were almost babies, like that they, that that comes up in, in a subconscious level. Like that, they are not resilient. Every adult out of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that we've coached have issues from childhood, even if they didn't think they did. <laughs> even if they didn't think they did, mild, extensive, and heavy all of the way around. Like people, like kids are not resilient. That's stupid. Nope. Um, another one is, you know, you just need to learn how to communicate. Yeah. Like, great. It's um, good. It's a good op- observation there. Yeah, that's great. You know. How? <laughs> Went to a counselor for eight years with no re- results. And in fact, the counselor even hit on her. Hmm. Actually, and I'll add another one, you know, is, you know, we were in, we were in therapy, but then the therapist started dating them. <laughs> they hooked up. <laughs> it's like, wow. No. So you can tell there's obviously quite a lot that goes into this, but then, you know, people lose hope. They stop, like they don't, then they start saying things like, oh, I've tried everything. And I'm like, no, like you actually haven't tried anything. You've just tried talking. And like while, while our society, like it's not your fault because you don't know, like people don't know all the options, you know, out there and that coaching even exists. But like, this is, they push to counseling and like, this is what happens. Yeah. It's it's honestly, most people just, just think, what do you do when you have marriage issues? You go to counseling, mm-hmm. right? And by the way, I do want to touch on one thing on the communication part. So the one statement that we heard someone say, you two just need to learn to communicate. 
It's not just how, because that's not, communication isn't the only thing that's going to fix the marriage. Not even close. Mm, no. Not even close. There's a lot of foundations that you have to build as an individual and in the marriage and in mindset, a lot of different areas. Communication is just a small part of it. People think it's the answer. It's not. Yes. And we're also going to throw in like, you know, just going and getting put on medicine isn't going to fix it either. So a lot of times, like when you go to therapy, like there's some sort of diagnosis and then you're on pills and then you're, you know, locked on these things and then you become a zombie. And then, but only thing is doing is masking like what's really going on. There are so many things that, you know, really once you actually learn how to process your own emotions, once you're able to actually clear out your mental state, once you become in control of you, you don't need medicine. You don't, you're actually not the labels that you've been labeled. It's just, there's been so much trauma and things going on and you weren't taught how to process. Like that's what, that's what's really going on. Yeah. Also just to be clear, like we didn't even mention this. I forgot to throw it in here, but like when it comes to like the, the whole label thing, like we were labeled narcissistic, bipolar, a lot of, a lot of counselors and therapists, including will label someone's spouse without ever seeing them, without ever performing anything like an EEG or any certain types of test on them, that they're, that, that, that they're, that they're diagnosed that. Yeah. And then what do they do? Their spouse attaches to that and be like, well, you can't change a narcissist. There's no hope. I'm divorcing you. Right? Like most people are not even narcissist. Most people do they exist? Sure. Very, very, very rarely. Uh, there's a brain disorder. But most of the time, it's not. It's just trauma and relationship and stuff that hasn't been dealt with. Like, don't attach, like, I, you know, labels like this to people. Like, narcissists are real. Bipolar is real. But it doesn't necessarily exist in everyone. Right. <laughs> no. So, you know, counseling, obviously, you can tell there's quite a bit of problems with it. And, like, that's why we're so passionate about it. Because it breaks our heart when, you know, people are at this place of like giving up, like they want to do the right thing, but then left helpless and given bad advice. And then their spouse is leaving or all of those other things, you know, and just the fact that there is no time frame, there's not a targeted outcome, you know, it's all vague and, you know, you lead the sessions and, you know, a lot of times it, there is an attack and it, you know, whoever, like whichever sex is not represented, you know, like if it's a man counselor, you know, teams up typically on the female, female typically teams up on the man, like all those types of things. And like, no, right. Like there's, that's not getting help. Not at all. No. Uh, another thing here is like another category here that we want to talk about is like really people that defend counseling. And so like, I'll mention one here, like I saw it on YouTube. There's a counselor, like she was like giving her opinion on life coaches. And, and I wouldn't really consider us life coaches because life coaching is more of a general term. Um, nothing wrong with them, but you know, she was saying that like, you want to make sure they're qualified, qualified, like meaning that they have a life coaching certification. Who freaking gives a crap? The people that actually are, are that, well, who would you rather have? Someone that's actually went through the school of hard knocks that actually knows what they're doing, knows how you feel, went through the actual crap that you, that, that you went through versus just reading it out of some freaking BS book. There is nothing in a textbook or in a book that you can read to explain the hurt in the agony and just like the, the, I can't even explain all of with the true words because I, I felt it. And like, there's just not enough adequate, adequate words to describe the pain that we went through in marriage trauma. Like when you, when you are just like standing there and you know, you pick up their phone and you like find out like they're cheating, you know, all of these types of things, like these heartbreaks and all the lashings out, you can't gain that kind of knowledge on how to deal with this from a book. no, not at all. But we want to talk about also, like I was saying, the people that defend this. So these are just some common statements that we've heard. Uh, so the first one is like, if you're, if you're, if, if this is your experience in marriage counseling, y'all need a different counselor. No, 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 no. Like I tell my kids, no, <laughs> this is based on not just your, this is, look, here's the thing. This is based not just, not just on our own experiences with counseling, a lot of them, secular, non-secular Christian, mm -hmm. but also, but also like a ton, a ton, tens of thousands, tens of thousands upon thousands of people that we speak to every year. Do you speak to all those people every year? No, you don't. Most counselors don't even speak to tens of, th tens of thousands of people every year, maybe hundreds. We speak to tens of thousands of people every single year with the exact same, if not worse, experiences with counseling. This is not based on just some freaking idea that generated out of nowhere. 
Counseling, you go in, talk about your feelings, and leave with no action steps or timeline. All to repeat next time. Counseling sucks all the way around. There's not a good form of it. Even the only counselor that I've ever liked that isn't even a counselor anymore, really, and he more of coaches people, and he's a he was a coach of ours for like business and stuff like that, he will tell you counseling does not work. He will tell you counseling is very flawed. And it, it also is a hor- has a horrible success rate, like a 20% success rate versus our 95% success rate with hundreds around the world. So we have had people tell us that they have been to counseling for 20 plus years and got more out of two weeks with us than they did in 20 years of cons- constant counseling. We have hundreds of screenshots just like this. Not This isn't just what we say. We have screenshots of live testimonials like this. Yes. And, you know, so uh, then you also have people who, you know, don't really want to take sides and they're like, oh, I think both options are good. You know, you can go to counseling or therapy for some trauma and then go to coaching for the future or, you know, just moving forward. No, 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 no. Right. Like that's the thing is like, it's still the same aspect. Even if you go in for trauma, like it's still the same of lacking action steps. Like you talk about your feelings and all of those things. And, you know, we can't speak for other coaches by any means. There is, there is no one that compares to what we do, but this is not true for us. Like we, how we work, we help with the past, the present, the future, because all of the traumas, like everything that you bring in, you bring into the marriage. And that's why you have to start as, as a healthy individual. You have to lay true foundations within yourself first, right? hundred percent. So, so many of our clients that were also like, yeah, I got help with, for that. I got help for that. Yeah, that's what they're saying about I, their, their trauma. Like, yeah, I already got help for that. Already got help for that. Then working with us, they say, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I thought I had dealt with that, but man, was I 100% wrong. I'm like, yes. Like, score. I love it when we get those messages. It's like, I thought it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, it came out. Like, you can hear it in conversations. You know, you know when things are not processed. And, you know, we've also heard well our counselor asked us what our objective was and which was to stay together and then they counseled us on that objective so they you know that's that's what they directed us toward this is like this one makes me laugh honestly because it's like it's like of course their goal is to is going to be to save their marriage that's what they're there for (laughs) it's where you go to marriage counseling this is so vague that it's stupid honestly like that would be like someone coming to us wanting to save their marriage and then and we're like yeah we can help you with that with that goal and they're like, how though? Well, we, we'll just work it in work it in that direction. We'll just work in that direction. Yeah, but do you have a timeline on that? Like, how long will it take? Nope. We'll just see where it leads us. <laughs> we'll just see where we go with it. You know, there's nothing, all these things, you can't really put a timeline on it. It's just, you know, you know, we'll just, we'll just play it by ear here. See where we go. Another one was our counselor was great, but... You know, and they really helped us, right? I love this one because it's like, really? How? How did they help you? Can you explain in detail? It's funny because, honestly, these are the exact same people that maybe weeks or months ago messaged us, and they had issues just the other day in a message to us, literally. And and we're like, really? Like, okay, so they fixed it because you have issues. Then they'll come to, and people like this, these same people will say, well, no marriage is perfect. No, no marriage is perfect. We're all imperfect human beings. None of us are perfect. God's perfect. We're not perfect. You go to heaven, you're perfect. We're not perfect. No, no, no one's perfect here, but it's not about being perfect. It's about there is a right way. And then there's a lot of wrong ways <laughs> to do it. And honestly, here's the thing. You wouldn't be coming to me with issues if you had fixed it. Because here's the thing, the fruit that you're producing does not reflect what a healthy marriage or a healthy individual looks like to our standards and to God's standards. Period. That's a good one to reflect on, you know. And another one we hear is they gave us real action steps. And we're like, like, what? Please tell me. A little bit of like a little exercise or a book, you know, told us to talk about things. We had a lot of in-depth conversation um, quote unquote, and I, I use my air quotes there because most of the time it, it's not in depth at all. We didn't react. We just suppressed things, and we we kind of talked about the deep things. Sure. Yeah. They t- they told us to talk about it, and now just forgive because we 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 cleared the air, you know, during our session, and they told us we need to forgive and move on. 
Look, here's the thing with this. I don't care how much you talk about it at the stage you're at. I don't care how calm you are. I don't care what kind of book you read. You are the same people and nothing has truly changed on a deep foundational level. If you want more, you have to become more. Therefore, the people that you are now are not going to be the people at all that you are when you save your marriage. That's the key. Real, true, permanent, foundational, deep-rooted change. You now... Here's the thing, like, you know, deep, deep down inside, you know, deep down inside, I don't have to tell you this, like, you know, deep down inside, you're afraid of it failing because something is telling you that nothing is really different. Both of you are the same people and the same tools without any real foundations that that's going to keep you on the emotional roller coaster at the end of the day. So you will fail. I'm not, I'm not, I really hope it doesn't. I, we, we want to, we want to make sure your marriage succeeds in all aspects. We really hope that that that's the case, but the truth most of the time here is that you will fail. You will be here and we will be here when you hit that rock bottom for you. We're here for you. We're not here to judge you. We're, we're here to help you when you hit that rock bottom of the emotional roller coaster that you're on. Because a lot of people like they'll go and like they'll get to the high and then they talk about it and they on this high of the emotional roller coaster. They're like, we think we've, we think we know. You actually had someone that say this the other day. We think we know what, what the issue is now. We talked about it. Oh, really? And then like, a week later, we're like, everything's going to hell. Everything's on fire. Help. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, we know this is, you know, we did this too. And it's why we, we want to save like people for this, from this trouble, from this pain. Like there is no reason to stay on this and to let things keep getting worse and worse and worse. And no, just because, you know, you got to the point where they kind of tolerate you or, you know, they looked at you now or they agreed to go out on a date with you. That's not fixing things right like you have to have true foundational like true foundational change and so let's talk about like what is coaching so we talked about like why we're against counseling like what it is you know why people try and and you know fin for that but like now what is coaching and like why is it different like what's going on what do you mean when you say coaching yeah coaching on the other hand is is more of a very targeted state of action steps towards a goal like to save and restore your marriage, obviously. So with a specific, but has a specific outcome, specific time frame, specific. If, if it's really good, it has a specific model to it that's duplicatable, repeatable with consistent results every single time as long as the people put in the work. And and the coaches lead the coaching. Yeah. <laughs> Not the people that are, that don't, the, the pe- this does make, in counseling you go and you, and, you, and you do these things and they lead it like really a healthy individual that doesn't know how to process their emotions, that doesn't know how to navigate life, that doesn't even know how to do anything really when it comes to this type of stuff and they're failing. You want that failure person to lead their, to lead the, how to fix themselves. No. No. So that's the thing. Like if you don't know, if you already don't know what you're doing, then you shouldn't be the leader, right? Like you shouldn't be the one leading. And so that's where as in coaching, like you're not the one leading. Some coaches like coaches lead, there's very specific action steps. There's tools, there's resources for you to implement. There's true like implementation, like fast action, like start like implementing this action. You know, yeah, there's actual change at a foundational, real deep level. Mm-hmm. Like yes. we mean talking about mindset change, talking about, of course, being a healthy individual change and those mindsets too, and those different frames and then being a healthy marriage and then all the tools with that. But, you know, a football coach, for example, doesn't go ask the quarterback what he feels like doing for the day (laughs) (laughs) when 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 they're training for the for the super bowl right or any 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 day really that that would be ridiculous they're not a very good coach the coach directs and pushes him to be the best he can be to reach a to reach a a goal right to reach the goal the outcome the one he's desiring right yeah the coach coach is there for them yeah the coach is there for him the whole way but the player has to do the work and we're not here to say like counseling doesn't have its place. Like we guess it's useful. You know, it is if you just want some place to talk where like you can just like literally like word vomit on someone and just like talk is better than talking to someone of the opposite sex or to an affair partner or like creating an affair partner, you know, um, on that aspect. But if you want quick, effective, lasting, long lasting, you know, change that will actually save your marriage, then that's why we recommend coaching. Absolutely. And, so we just want to share just a few things, you know, we're going to dive a lot more into what, what is coaching, but we just want to share a few things of what like our clients say about going through our program and working with us. 
Yeah, and you can go to our testimonial page and there's hundreds and hundreds of these, but like, here's some just highlights, like, you know, two weeks in and you're working miracles. You couldn't pay us enough to unlearn what you guys have taught us. We are a team now, a real team. And I can see so much change in them. We are working together as a team. Whereas a few weeks ago, this would have been a massive blow up. I'm all like, also we hear I'm no longer addicted to whether that be like drinking or going out, sexting, like all kinds of different things that have been addictions. Like I'm no longer addicted to them. Two weeks in and my spouse says you have been in therapy for years and you have had so much change within two weeks. Just two weeks. (laughs) Like, wow. It's an eight week program. Nine weeks if you count the grace period, but eight weeks. You know, I've learned more in two months with you guys than the past 10 years. I'm like, yes. You know, and, you know, four years of counseling, and I learned more in one call with you guys. Like, yeah. I love it. My- I, we've, we, this one isn't on here, but we had a guy that went to not just, most people go to counseling once a week, um, twice a week. But this guy that finished the program, he went to counseling five days a week for eight weeks straight. And eight or 12 weeks straight, something like that. And he learned more from us by a ton than what he did there. Uh-huh. And these are these are things we hear all the time. You know, and I love it also when I, you know, I'm told and we hear things about like, oh, my, my kid actually, like, you know, my daughter told me she actually likes to be around me now. I'm like, yes. Like, you're, you're also, because how you're showing up is impacting your kids. More your kids can talk. see it, you know. Also love hearing like my kids are changing too. They're being more loving. They're being more helping. Like they're, they're calm. Like we're not all fighting anymore. We just have peace, peace, like true peace on an internal level, because they don't mean peace as in like we're avoiding conversations. They're not, they're handling it the right ways with all the foundations, but they have peace because peace and joy and happiness comes from an internal place. Another one is a stranger came up to me the other day and was just like, wow, like there's just this light about you. Like you just just seems so like different. And I'm like, yes, like there, cause they're that whole, like, let your light shine, like as a true statement, by the way. And, you know, I love it when people just start coming up to clients and they're like, you just seem just so like, so different. Like there's just a lightness about you. And we've had people get promoted like three or four times, <laughs> like in a row, like, you know, get promoted excessively, like in, even in work and stuff, when they come to us into major roles and stuff and, and, and their, their team and everything, their life. And, and we've had one client tell us like, I've lived more in, this was at week five, but I lived more in the past five weeks than I have in my entire life. And he's like 35 yes. years old. Like, I love it. You know, I'm off medicine that I have been on my entire life. I love those. Love those. You know, I'm no longer just a zombie just going through the motions. You know, there's just so many things that we are told daily, you know, and most of our clients do come to us at the end of the rope. Now, if you're not at the end of the rope and you're like, okay, well, I, you know, I'm not at the end of the rope yet. Well, don't wait to take action. Like, no, you don't have to be at the end of the rope to come to us, right? Obviously. So, you know, just want to make that very clear. But, you know, we, we do fix marriages the way God designed it to be. In eight weeks or less, not whenever. Yes. <laughs> Most you know. time it's in five weeks. But, you know, it's, it's all relative. Everybody's situation is different. You know, the thing is, though, Really? You know, throughout this process, yeah. foundations are are laid to be healthy individual first. So a lot of even even coaching programs, I'll be honest, focus on marriage, just that. But you can't do that. You have to focus on the individual as well as the marriage simultaneously. So no, you don't have to take a long sabbatical to just focus on you. Don't do that. Don't do that. You, you know, you don't have to, you don't need to separate. Like if you are not a healthy individual, then all your relationships not only will suffer, but most likely um, any major relationship, like a marriage, any future marriages will fail. I guarantee it. So that's why we start there. So we actually start as, you know, uh, with the individual as a healthy individual. So it doesn't matter if you're a couple coming through, an individual coming through, like we're still going to start on foundational levels. We can't talk about the marriage yet. Like you have to be a healthy individual first. So we start there with individuals breaking chains, breaking bondage, breaking generational curses, you know, understanding truly like what is going on within them. We teaching them how to take care of their emotions, like your emotions, you, you can't just suppress them. And there's so much more than I'm just mad, happy, sad. If that's what your extent of emotion like is like, no, there's so much more. 
right? And we teach you how to take care of those emotions and your mental levels. And it's so like taking care of yourself is so much more than just eating right and working out. I was talking to someone the other day. They're like, oh, I'm working on myself. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, I've been working out and eating right. And I'm like, okay, great. What else are you doing? Like, where's your emotional management, your mental management, like being able to communicate. There's just so much more than just working out and eating right. Yeah. Like when, when I was the most fit I've ever been yet, it was when we were going through our issues and I was like five or 6% body fat. I was very unhealthy. So being physically fit does not make you a healthy individual. Healthy means all levels, emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, all levels, right? Yeah, to live by principles and values, not by feelings. Take care of your feelings, but live by principles and values. Having self-control, beating addictions, your mouth, your anger, like teaching how to ac- actually communicate. Yes, these are the things also that we are teaching. You know, there people say that they know how to communicate. And even those who come in thinking they can communicate are blown away, blown away with what they actually learn. You know, we've had 100%. people come through who have, you know, studied communication and still learn so much more on how to actually communicate. And so, no, don't just say like, well, I'm a great communicator, right? But these things are foundational. So, and being in control of yourself in all aspects, there are so many people and I was the one with the anger. So I understand I would go to like zero to like a thousand in like a split second, no problem, you know, and there was no self-control. So learning how to have self-control and not like have addictions and all of those things like those are huge yeah really understanding priorities identity how to interact with people on all levels like a lot of these things are very important and and really these are all just basic fundamentals that our society doesn't teach but they're but they're very you can't learn them on a basic level you have to learn them fully on an in-depth level yeah and you know and i hate that our society doesn't teach these aspects And it's just so frustrating, but it's not, so it's not your fault that you don't know. Like, we're not saying that it's your fault by any means, because this is what we're taught. Like, however, once you're aware and now you heard this, so you're aware now it's up to you to learn, to change, to grow. Right. So after we work on, you know, healthy individual first, then we dive into how to have a healthy marriage, which we teach you how to actually have, you know, that good communication where you're actually heard and understood by each other. How to work as a team, how to understand each other, how to truly influence like others in a positive way, you know, so like how to truly shape your circle, how to fix your whole life, you know, and and all of these aspects tie into things in the relationship, like how to work together, whether it's kid issues, because if you're like, oh, well, kids are my issues, in-laws are my issues, friends, hobbies, money, sex. If you think that's all of the root of your issues, it's not like all of there's so much foundational aspects that tie in. And once you truly get a foundation laid, all of these other things are just really easy to work out. All right. Like I'll give you an example. Just the other, just yesterday, I think I was talking, I was doing a, a like a, a, a call that I was doing with a client on, uh, on like actually getting to the root issue of the affair that he had. And he thought it was originally just because his wife rejected and neglected him. And I'm like, nah, dude, I can guarantee that's not it, but we'll dive into this. And so we dove into it and it was turned out a major issue from childhood that mm-hmm. had been more issues with his mom and nothing to do with his wife. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was, that's what it was. And that's one of the reasons why when people say like, oh yeah, we figured out the reason of the affair. Um, it's because I wasn't giving them enough attention or they felt alone or they felt unloved. <laughs> no, That's not the real issue, you know, and though just having, just saying that is not going to fix it. Right. So one of the things that we do is we we actually address all of these. We get to the fundamentals. We get to also the root issues, like the real why, not some surface level thing, not some just, okay, kind of this, you know, no. And we also teach how to rebuild trust. No, not blind trust. Like that's stupid. We don't teach anyone to just blindly trust. You shouldn't just talk about things and like, okay, I trust you now. No, that's, that's not intelligent. It can happen quickly. Trust can be built very quickly. It doesn't have to happen a long time. Yeah, it just takes, how, it's how you do it. Yeah, the how, like the right action steps, right? And we actually teach you how to live a life where you can truly live and actually enjoy life. And you're not just going through the motions, just surviving. Like life isn't supposed to be like, oh, I'm just going to wake up and I'm just going to do the same things. And then tomorrow I'm going to repeat. And I wish my life was different. No, like that sucks. Like that's not what life was designed to be. And like we can like, so we teach how to actually live life, not just go through the motions. Yeah. And all of these things like also goes along with understanding how to have healthy relationships in all of your life. 
not just with your spouse, right? Because how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you have this stuff with your home, you're going to have it else, other well too, whether yes. you know it or not. And one, another major aspect is, you know, so many people are like, well, I need to do what's best for the kids. You have to become a healthy individual before you can teach your kids how to be healthy individuals. The best thing to do is like to truly go through these things so you can turn around and then teach your kids how to, how to be healthy individuals and how to have healthy relationships. No, obviously they're not married yet, but they need to have fundamentals. Right. And so like, that's one of, I, I have such a passion and heart for kids, such a heart and passion for kids. So teaching like our clients, how to turn around and teach their kids, how to be able to like have this emotional intelligence and mental resilience is such a big aspect for me. Yeah, but you can't lead others at all. Just hear me out. Especially if you're a guy, like, and your job is leadership, you can't lead others until you learn to lead yourself effectively first. Mm-hmm. Like, more is caught than taught. And the goal with coaching is not just to make you dependent on us. I don't, I don't, it, it's not to make you dependent on us. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I was going to say just to, it's not to make you dependent on us at all. Like, it's just to teach you how to do these things and really go about learning how to, like, face these things, face all the waves in life learning how to face the storms, learning how to actually handle them and to address them. They're coming out stronger on the other side. Like we're not saying you're not going to have disagreements with your spouse. The difference is regardless of if you want to or not want to stuff them under the rug, that happens. And so we teach you how to do that as well without having to stuff them under the rug and actually teach, create each disagreement as a growth opportunity to grow closer together. And there's, there's so many things in life that's going to come up, right? So wherever you are now, you don't want to just get out of like just this little crisis with just like a bandaid and then be like, okay, well like the next thing that hits is going to derail us. No, like you want to be able to have the fundamentals and be able to address things. So whether it be small things like, you know, the washer went out or the car broke down or, you know, to, to bigger things like, you know, my dad passed away, you know, or you know, a lot of parents like go through health issues and, you know, need time off or a job loss or job change or needing to move you know, trouble with your kid, you know, all of these different things, like things happen in life and you need to be able to be a team and how to work through it and where it doesn't eat you up. You're not killing yourself physically internally about like not taking care of your emotions, you know, cause like stress can kill you. <laughs> it can, you know, so all of these things you actually want to be able to process no matter what comes your way and be able to handle it without being dependent on another human you know, you don't want that. You want to be able to handle things as, as they come in life. Yeah. And how counseling works is it, is you have basically like you get on a schedule together and then you just sit there and take what's dished out more or less with us. Your spouse can travel for work or you two can have opposite shifts. You can live in us and Australia. <laughs> like we coach people all over the world. Like you can have, you can have these things be not on, you, you can start on non-speaking terms. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. People yeah. are like, well, I'm not talking to them. Okay, that's start, cool. Start as a couple or an individual that's wanting to save their marriage without their spouse in it at the moment. Like it's it's more on on your own schedule. It's, it's so it has that whole aspect because a lot of people are like, well, I got work and and you know how am I supposed to, you know, yes, like so obviously like you need things to be flexible. Like you can't be in another state and like be expected to be sitting on on a couch to get help right? Like in a specific place with your spouse. No. And so with coaching, it is more flexible in that aspect. You know, it's very hands-on as well. There's lots of guidance. Like you don't have to wait to the next session or the next week or two weeks or the next month to ask a question of like, Hey, what should I have done here? Or what should I do here? Cause by that time you're like, okay, well I done guessed and I flipped my lid and you know, I screwed that up. Well, thanks for the info, I guess, for next time. Like, no, no, like, so coaching is very hands-on. Like, we help like, very fast, like, within, like, a very short time frame. Like, we're coaching, like, on the spot, like, of what things are happening, going on, so that you're not having to wait forever on these aspects of, like, hey, what do I do? Yeah, coaching is also very transformational. It's given action steps along the way with constructive feedback and acknowledgement of growth, too. Mm-hmm a lot of training, a lot of practice. And so, cause you, you can't just have, you know, wisdom isn't just like, Oh, um, well I heard that now. So I know it. No, no. Like knowledge, you can know something, but don't know how to actually do anything with it. 
Wisdom is being able to have applied knowledge, right? And so like, that's a huge aspect. And we want you to actually gain the wisdom to have fundamentals as, as a healthy individual, to have healthy relationships, to have a healthy marriage and be able to change generations. And so that's a huge aspect is making sure like it's implemented, right? That it's truly like there's understanding there. And so like practice repetition and different aspects, you know, and you will be pushed out of your comfort zone in, in coaching. The best things happen outside your comfort zone. You know, you should be challenged because if you're not being challenged and pushed, then you're not growing and you're not changing and nothing is going to change. So if you're in an environment where everything is just comfortable, then you can't expect different results, you know? So if you want different results, then you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to do things different. You're going to have to be pushed. You're going to have to be challenged. And so that's a huge aspect of coaching. And like, that's what we do. Absolutely. Our goal with this episode though was, and it is not to get you to choose us, but it's, it's rather to get you to, you know, avoid a mistake called counseling and to understand why we say the things that we say about counseling. Why are you guys so harsh? Like it's because of this, Mm -hmm. like that, this mistake will has the potential most likely very, very high potential to cost you your marriage. And not just that, but change your entire family tree forever in a very bad way. It doesn't just impact you. It impacts generations when you make decisions like this to go to counseling. Like if you, if you have used counseling, then we're sorry. You have had to experience that. Like we don't ever wish that on anyone. We, we always suggest coaching over counseling a hundred percent. Like, and, and after, after all, one of our goals with our vision, with what we do is, is really to replace counseling with coaching as a household name. Yes. A hundred percent. Like we want to change the direction that people take with getting help because, you know, with what we teach, it's, it's pretty much a done deal in fixing your marriage as long as people put in the work and are coachable, you know? So just one of those aspects of, you know, there's just so much heart and passion behind this. Like we, we, hate seeing people struggling and losing hope. Like all we strive, like we strive to give hope, to inspire positive change, to break generational curses and patterns. And you can be that one. Like you can be the one that changes your legacy. You can be the one who changes your family line. You know, we, we are that in our family and it's just, you can be that too. Absolutely. So as always, you know, we hope you take away some food for thought here with this. Really reflect on everything that we said. But, you know, we, as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you and, well, hear from you. Hear from us in the next podcast. Talk soon. Now, that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.